0: Hi, I'm Harvey Wade, founder of Innovate21, an entrepreneur and long-time innovator with many organisations across many industries. I will be your guide in this innovation podcast mini-series. This series is aimed at everyone, whether you're running a practice, working in a practice, studying or just interested in innovation. I'm going to be sharing some stories to help bring innovation to life and to enable you to really think how that applies to you. This series has six episodes, each covering a different, yet important innovation aspect. We'll be looking at diverse mindsets, innovation as an enabler, being near and far sighted, navigating environments, creating supportive cultures and being action oriented I'm hoping that in about 15 minutes, I can give you tools and guidance on how you can make innovation happen or happen more often in your own world. Any tools I mentioned, we posted on the Viva Innovation site. And if you have any questions, then please do contact me directly by email. This episode is entitled, Navigating the Current Environment. What currently stops or hinders innovation? In our previous episodes, we have looked at diversity, strategy, innovation portfolio management, And we've really talked about the need for creating this bias for innovation projects. So they stand a chance against the status quo of the business as usual. And this episode really explores that a little bit more in terms of what is it that stops or hinders innovation? So if I asked you, what stops you from innovating in your organisation? What would you say? Just think about it right now. I'm not any kind of psychic, but I bet you said something like time or budget or other things get in the way. Now I'm no mind reader, but that's what I've seen an awful lot of time when I work with organizations. And in fact, I recently did a piece of work with some insurance leaders and we asked them, what are some of the things that stop you from innovating? Guess what they said? Time, budget, other priorities, and lack of skills. It's a very familiar world. And so I want to give you the confidence that you're you're not alone. Every organization faces these barriers or these hindrances. And one of the real challenges I have with innovation is that These things are actually quite easy to overcome because it's all around how you think about innovation. So innovation doesn't happen unless you really have a focus and a desire to do it. The today world, the way you do things right now is busy enough and frantic enough for you to not have any extra time to spend thinking of these future things, which innovation often is. And the way I think about that is, in my world, I find it's quite important to have three meals a day. I like my food, um, but I also know it's important to exercise. So I don't struggle to find time to eat every day. But do you know what? I struggle to find the time to exercise. One is certainly more important than the other and i find time for it and that's what i find with most people is you find time for the things that you find really important and that you really value so the real question is actually how important is innovation and there's a great matrix called the eisenhower matrix and this puts a two by two matrix with important across one and urgent across another. This gives you a great four boxes to really consider how you respond to things. So if something is important and urgent, you should do it straight away. If something's important, but maybe not urgent, then you should plan for it. If something's very urgent, but not important, then you should probably delegate it somebody else. And if something's not important and it's not urgent, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. And obviously we're talking about a work-based situation. So what you really need to do to navigate the environment and change the position of innovation is making innovation both important and urgent. For those that are leaders in an organization or a practice, you actually have quite a lot of control over those limiting factors around innovation. So it really does come to a choice of this importance and urgency. The more senior you are in an organization, the more control and authority that you have. And so for me, that's why I feel it's really important that leaders understand and get their role around innovation, because they are the ones that release and unlock the environment. You can do a lot of things, dare I say, at ground level, but if the leaders don't ever buy in, what happens is you end up doing a lot of hard work and probably not a lot of fruit for that labor. So the question I would always try and ask for any leader, and if you're not a leader this is a question you need to ask to your leaders, is Is innovation really needed? And I would be very surprised if in these times people said, well, no, actually, we don't need innovation. We're perfectly happy with the way things are and we're going to be okay. There's been enough stories of organisations that ignored the writing on the wall and those organisations no longer exist. If you are making any kind of money from your business, then you are a target for somebody who thinks I could probably do your business better and either take that profit for myself or do something where I can attract your customers and then enjoy the money that they will pay me and not you. So how do we change this? So you need to really start demonstrating the importance of innovation. And it's actually fairly straightforward to do. In one of the organisations where we were running the innovation programme, one of the key things we knew was to get leaders on board. And they heard this great story of this leader who was trying to encourage his line managers, so the people reporting to him, to get innovation going in their teams. And there was quite a interesting dynamic going on. And what he would do is basically, they would meet every week, and they would normally talk about the normal points of agenda, what was happening, number of customers, any issues, any problems that they need to dealt with. And then he threw in the killer question: "Can you tell me what's the best idea you've had from your team or teams this week?" And there was this tumbleweed silence. So he asked the first guy. And the guy went, "Um, let me come back to you on that. And then he asked the next person. They went, um, "Okay, I I have maybe this idea. And he went, "Okay, that's okay. That sounds interesting. Come back to me and tell tell me how you got on with that. Next person, I I don't have any new ideas coming from my teams. I don't have any ideas. And there was this kind of embarrassment of (laughs) blankness from the most of the, the leadership team. And so he said, well, this isn't actually great. If we don't have any new ideas, then I don't think we're improving as an organization. And that worries me. So the next time we meet next week, I'd love you to bring, you know, the best idea from your teams and we can just share it and discuss it because I think that'd be really encouraging. So (laughs) what do you think that did? That made every one of those leaders go, right, I need to find ideas. So they then went to their teams and they said, right, right. I need to hear what your best ideas are. And they had that same probably embarrassing conversation where people said, well, actually, I, I don't have any new ideas because you just asked me to keep on doing doing the current work and I haven't got that to talk about. So that went down the next level and eventually it got down to people that are saying, well, yeah, here's the ideas we've done. You just never asked. This is what we've done. And again, like, it's brilliant. And so then started to flow up the line. And then so they had the next team meeting and somebody said, well, this is my idea, um, and this is what we did. So he was able to then take that to the his leadership team, and they met then the next week, and not everybody had an idea, because oh, you won't really ask about that, we won't have time, but he did. And actually, they created this pattern of what he asked for, started to demonstrate what he valued. And what you spend time on is what you value. And this value of i want to hear what your ideas is started to flow down the organization and people realized that okay you do value me for the work i'm doing now but you also want to hear about my ideas the things how to improve things how to make things better how to do things differently and that encouraged everybody to start thinking about ideas or to work with others who had ideas to make those ideas happen just a very simple conversation so I'd really encourage you to really think maybe you don't have managerial responsibility. Maybe you're not a leader, but I bet you probably work in a team. So how could you encourage your team to come up with new ideas? How could you find some time? In my experience, most leaders, most managers are very happy to hear ways to improve their teams. You just have to... Make sure you ask at the right time, not obviously when they're maybe in the middle of dealing with an animal or an owner who might be having a slight panic. That's probably not the time to suggest a better way of doing things. If you are a leader, then you have even more ability to change this. So start to rethink really about what are you interested in? What is your interest? What are you up for solving? We're going back to that strategic focus areas what is the problem that needs to be solved and you have an interest in solving it you want ideas you need to be open and communicate about that have it as a regular agenda item when you meet with your teams mention it talk about it be interested in what people have to say even if they don't have good ideas at least they're thinking about it and i think that's better than not thinking about it think about how you can make time for your people to focus on innovation. Innovation often is the poor neighbour, as we talked about, to the current way of working. So you're going to have to find a way of carving out time for people. That might mean giving people longer lunch breaks. It might mean you have a focused time on innovation, maybe one day a month, which doesn't sound an awful lot, but it's a start. There are ways of doing this. If you can find time to take a lunch break or you can find time to do some exercise you can probably find time to do innovation and I would suggest that if you're not spending time on innovation that's going to come around and hit you really hard in the future the final thing that you should really think about doing is how do you celebrate how do you really celebrate the people that are spending time on innovation the people that are trying to make these things happen so it's not just success But it's also the behavior itself. And we're going to focus a bit more on that in the next episode. What I would say is when you do these things, you are beginning to change a culture. You're beginning to create a different environment where innovation is not something that happens by accident. But it's something that is purposeful and something that is going to start delivering real value to you. So just to summarize this episode, consider what things stop or hinder innovation in your organization and what you can do about it. Take that time to consider it. Think about how you make innovation both urgent and important. Consider those small changes that you can do to really demonstrate how important and how urgent innovation is to you. Your interest, making sure it's a regular communication point, celebrating it and celebrating the people that are trying to make it happen. This is how you will start to navigate your environment and overcome the barriers that are currently stopping or hindering innovation. We'll be exploring this deeper in the next episode, which is entitled Creating Supportive Cultures What are the Outcomes and Behaviours Needed? To create an innovative environment this brings us to the end of this episode thank you for listening if you have any questions any thoughts any comments then please do email me at harvey at 21.co love to hear from you in the meantime look after yourselves and see you next time